guys, welcome to this week's episode on Addit Connor. My name is Olua Toby, as always. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, how was last week's episode? You know, last week was one of my my favorite episodes um i am very sorry for i know i might have shaken a lot of things last week if you listened i might have done a lot of thoughts grinding but i really wanted to be vulnerable i really saw the need to want to be vulnerable because at some point i felt Addict corner was no longer becoming at this corner as it should be because um vulnerability was beginning to draw day by day was beginning to reduce and as much as vulnerability i tried to heighten it you know it was all oh you know it's not like somebody says okay so you're saying that all the while while you've been recording for the past one year into two years you've been lying no i have not been lying actually so what i did last week was to tell you that there comes a time when even after everything you've been taught, everything you've heard, everything your hands have handled, there are times when you end up in places you never thought you would ever end up. Even places that you didn't desire or you don't desire for yourself to end up. And where it becomes a big deal is when you don't realize you are in those places and you are not even aware that you need to come out of it. That's where it becomes a big deal. Where it becomes where you need a lot of help is when you, you've wandered so far, you don't even know how to trace your steps. It's, it's, that is where it becomes terrible. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of um, believers have come to a place where they believed in Jesus, they believed in God, and it turns out that they live a different life entirely. They started out good, they started out right, but eventually they they ended up in where they are because they they were not truthful to themselves at some point. You know, over time, people want to live up to what they've been given and they they end up living up to what other people's expectation because usually when you're coming to God right when we're going to Jesus Jesus is not expecting you to be a saint all of a sudden he he wants you to come into understanding that all things are passed away yes all things have become new yes you have victory over those things that have held you bound so jesus gives us the capacity to overcome sin letting us know that we can do it and over time you know it's just like when you give birth to a child and you're being given milk while you're a child you've been given milk being told that you only to overcome sin you need to overcome sin over time once you are older they are expecting you to do away with certain things because you are now older 
Paul mentioned that when I was a child, I thought like a child, you know, he's thinking. Now that he's a man, he should think like a man. That means you 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 do away with childish things. He said he, he, he now he has done away, he's doing away with childish things. See, there's some things that are are not expected of us. That's where that's where it becomes difficult for many of us. It's like we don't want to do away with childish things. We don't want to, we don't want to, we don't even know what childish things are because even even in our normal lives, in our non-spiritual lives, we our physical life, we don't many of us don't want to grow up. We don't want to grow up because we're either afraid of what other people will think when we grow up, you know. We're probably like when I grow up, what's going to happen? What what happens? Because some people don't want to start living. You know, some people are earning a lot of money. You know, they are earning a lot of money. It's it's humility to associate yourself with some people. But when you find out that you are deli- you you have to consciously find want to associate yourself with other people that you shouldn't be associating yourself with. Not because you have a lot of money, but because you have grown in capacity. Let me not even use let me not use that analogy so you won't get me wrong. Um, some people have grown in their mind, their mental capacity and emotional health and spiritual health. They still associate themselves with people that have not. Now, when I mean associate, not associate to want to make those people better or make those people like them. No, they they bring themselves into a low state. They bring themselves into a low state all the time. I'm not talking about meekness and and and, and lowliness here. That's not that's not meekness and lowliness. That's basically just deliberately having bad company that would corrupt your good manners that's just it so some people are afraid to stop talking to some people they used to talk to when they were younger when they were friends when they were when they were younger because they are they are feeling that what would they think about me but really those people are not even good for you so that's exactly what it is doing away with childish things some people are afraid to do that they're like what would they think of me you know some people are, are, are like okay if i start becoming really spiritual now and going to church and I'm telling people that i know what god said concerning the situation for their lives won't they think i'm too spiritual won't they think i have a problem you know a lot of us we are we are afraid to live the full potential of what god has intended for us in the very beginning it's as though we are afraid of people people stigmatizing us yeah are we going to us <laughs> okay but um truth is this god's thoughts towards us are good and you know i wanted Adit corner to 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 come to that place where when you come to Adit corner you're no longer an addict right i don't want you to see yourself as such I want you to see yourself as someone that is a conqueror and you're an overcomer of things that you you should count as dung, things that you should count as childish things that you do away with. But it was it was so sad, it sad in my heart that I fell into some of the things I talked about, and that's one of the things I'm going to be talking about um, today. <laughs> All right, but let, let us pray. Our God and our Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you because you're good and your mercy endures forever. 
We ask, so Father, that as you're about to dive into your word, in 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 your lights, in your in your word, in your peace, we ask, so God, that you open the eyes of our understanding, that we may come into your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Um. Thank you so much for joining in. Um. When we come back, I'm going to create an analogy from something. <laughs> Okay, start from there. The more I find you, the more I love you. I wanna sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand, lay back against you and breathe, feel your heart. guys welcome back to this week's episode <laughs> okay okay so last week was g-zone yeah um it was it was more like a whole lot but we, we thank god that it was a lot better um i did a lot of reflection this week and um amongst knowing that i've been lying to myself a long time you know uh lying to myself not in terms of that area, but in general, my entire life, basically trying to live up to so many things that I'm not, I don't even think I had enough capacity for, <laughs> you know, I did, I went through my thoughts, I dated back to, when I was in school, secondary school, when I was a child, I, I wrote my salvation story by the help of a friend, you know, he advised me to write my salvation story again. You know, I I dated back to so many things, back to back. You know, it was a lot for me to write. Actually, you know, I I, I was crying because of writing it. Because I, I thought to myself that this is you know, I was being really vulnerable in the story, and I was also indirectly telling my friend what I've been going through in the story. So it was good for me. You know, I reflected a lot, which I intend to continue to do. As a matter of fact, I made some, I, I came into an understanding of so many things that, okay, I need to not be persuaded by my feelings, but of, 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 of my mind. Because usually, you know, we've talked about this before, your heart and your mind, your head, you know, be persuaded by your head. You see, I told you, right? So, you know, me that I used to think, I used to think with my head, you know, over time, I just realized that, truth be told, you know, half of the things that we do, whether or not we like it, they are influenced by our feelings. And even though our head triggers the, the, the thought, our feelings somewhat saturated with other things. And what we intend to do, for example, if someone is being rude to you, right? You want to tell the person, are you okay? What's your problem? But your but your heart, right? Your heart that is obviously your conscience will tell you, you know, don't say it like that. You know, say, ah, why are you behaving like this? You get it. <laughs> that would be your thoughts. That will be your words that will come out because you've saturated it with your feelings. So there are times when our feelings need to come in place, and there are times when our feelings just need to stay away from. You know, for example, you see the life of Joseph when his feelings, of course, Potiphar's wife was a very beautiful woman, and his feelings at that point, his body would have would have wanted him to to take action 
with the woman but we find out what was in his head was more overwhelming which of course was the destiny and the plan God had for his life and he made up his mind that he would not allow himself to be to be taken over by such lust and we also find the life of Daniel that of course it, it would be a great thing you know when you go to a party and your intention you are probably on diet or you are fasting <laughs> and you get there and they're giving you you know things you've not eaten in like a month and they are giving it to you okay let's say that there are things that you can afford and there are also things you cannot afford and you're like this is a once in a lifetime meal this is a feast and they give it to you you know they just put everything there ice cream pizza just just design the table you're like oh my god no 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 so and then your your mind telling you you're you're on diet you're on diet <laughs> you're on diet and you're like no thank you everybody's grum, nyum, nyum. you're like no thank you no thank you so your mind takes over all of that all of that feeling coming or, or emotion or desire to want to consume the meal it's it's a mind-blowing state really the, when the moment you get into that state that state is a state where Oh my god the things that you have studied you know it's you know you know monks yes monks you know because monks are usually uh going by movies that i've watched monks are, are the ones that they seek immortality right they seek they seek immortality and uh, the the mystical world the mysterious world that we know nothing about that's what monks seek so when monks sometimes they go days they go months they go months without eating you know sometimes they stay in a posture 24 hours they go they go months without eating they stay in that position for 24 hours 48 hours just seeking you know monks are so disciplined they'll be hungry you get they'll stay in that position I mean, of course, when you start out to be a monk, if you watch Avatar, that cartoon, <laughs> when you start out to be a monk, you know, you, you have things to do. You, you have people to play with, you know. Comfort powers and all of that. Some of them, when you start out to be a monk, they probably never designed their lives to. It's, it's hard. I don't think I've, I've actually watched a movie that somebody started out. Okay. Let's use Karate Kid, for example, where, where you had to learn concentration. Especially when you want to learn Kung Fu fighting, where you have to learn concentration, you know, with the... There was a part that there, there was a particular um, fighter that she was directing the snake. She was basically using her head to direct a, 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 a snake. She was directing the snake. Like the snake wanted to bite, but she was basically direct. She could direct the snake to where it would hinder itself. So she was using her own mind. She was not, she was obviously, it's a snake now. Of course, there will be fear in your heart. There will be, there will be, there will be, there will be, oh my God, this person can conquer me with this, with this thing that I'm doing. But she, she, she stayed disciplined. Even when, you know, the karate kid was about to fight. You find out that he was still stayed on his emotion. The boy could have just kicked him and he would have fallen. But the boy just started following his direction. Do you understand? So that's the same. 
the gist is that where am I driving at with all of this? The gist is that when we stay disciplined in our minds, the things that are trying to control us can be controlled by us. Let me say that again. When we stay disciplined in our minds, when we stay stayed on it with the things in our minds, the things that are trying to control us can be controlled by us. You wonder how monks can stay in a position. How do they do it? Like, I don't think I can stay 12 hours not eating, especially when I know that I have capacity to eat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know that song, summer food, but cannot eat. I have food I can eat, I'm fine. Do you understand? So I'm going to eat, but monks will stay there because they know what they are looking for. They know what they are looking for. Some of them looking for immortality. They're looking for victory. They're looking for eternal life. Some of them, these are things that you find in Jesus, really. It's not that deep. <laughs> but we that we now have the privilege to find this thing in Jesus and we have given our lives to him. We don't stay disciplined. We don't stay stayed on him. You know, it's funny how these people get these mystical powers. And I don't want to believe these powers don't exist. To be candid with you, I don't want to believe witches and wizards exist, so I don't believe I don't want to believe mystical powers don't don't actually exist because once you are seeking for something, the devil has the capacity to be able to give it to you. You know, you, you hear people that are that are soothsayers and they are philosophers and they are and they are um what do they call these people? What's their name? Oh uh, ah, that get to see your future. Astrolo- astronomy people that um, they be- they get to see your uh, I can't I can't recall really but they get to see your life and uh, you know in in the future and you be like I don't tell you I I they'll use cards you know they tell you I see I see a woman I mean these are these are most of the time they don't always have the realm to they don't have the capacity to be able to see things that has to do with hatred and envy these are things these are these are hidden things of dishonesty that jesus jesus has capacity to find in us and to make us better off but they don't see most of these things they don't see that you have been addicted to pornography and you don't want to tell anybody so some of them don't even see that you have been doing adultery. Instead, they help you justify your action. They'll say, I, I, I see a woman in your life. She's way better than the other woman in your other life. You love her. You care about her. They will not tell you you are doing adultery. <laughs> they will not tell you that you are doing adultery. They will not tell you you are fornicating. You know, they will not tell you you're stealing. They'll tell you, I, 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 you know, they will say stop. And to be candid with you, these are things that exist. I don't, me, I don't, I don't, I don't say to myself that I don't believe that they do. But should be told, the power in the name of Jesus is 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 greater than every other power. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that they we have been given a name above every other name, above every other name. So. If the Bible can record that every other, that means there are other names. There, there are other names that are in existence, but Jesus' name is above those names. So when you have Jesus' name, you have been given the power and authority to, the Bible says, I have given you power and authority to trample on snakes and, and scorpions. So snakes and scorpions are, are not just 
physical snakes and scorpion uh, of course with tactics of men alone you can you can conquer snakes and scorpions we're talking about authority snakes and scorpions rulers and darkness of this world so these are matters these are these are things that happen and the major thing is just that with with the understanding of what we have in Jesus, okay, how are we able to conquer these things that, that are in existence, these other names, so to say? It is by the power in the name of Jesus. And how where does that power come from? It comes from the word of God. And where should the word of God be? It should be in our minds. When we have the word of God in existence in our minds, it has the capacity to be able to overcome every other thing around us. Remember when I was talking about when I had issues with fear and I had to start reading the word of God, you know, affirming some confession, you know, those were the things that helped me because I always had the word of God in my mind. So for me, it controlled my environment. It controlled my environment. It controlled whatever whispers of the devil I was hearing. You know, I didn't know that it could also control my lusts. I didn't know that it could also control my desires. Yes, the word of God has the capacity to control so many things that goes on in our lives. I, I know that it could control, uh, 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 it, it can control me being envious towards a person. You know, me hating a person. But I didn't know that it could actually control my lusts. It's funny, right? You know, I never practiced it. I've never practiced it before. But recently, I, I started practicing it. And I saw a transformation. You know, we live in the realm of thoughts. And as much as we, some of us don't want to believe it, we all live in the realm of thoughts. The devil communicates with us by thoughts. The devil, that is how he doesn't, the devil is not in your apartment. The devil is not in your house. The devil is not in your office. Do you understand? The devil is not in your friend. Instead, the devil is a subtle spirit that comes by your thoughts. By the desires of your heart is how the devil communicates with you. So, so you see a situation where even the Holy Spirit communicates to us by our thoughts. You find out that when Jesus was talking about, he said, when, when God in the book of Isaiah was saying, my, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. You understand? So by, by his thoughts, by his thoughts, ways are begotten. So we, we see this life really. Devil communicates with us by thoughts. And when he does these things, we, we, don't, we don't easily conquer them because they are our own desires. Let's, let's open to the book of James. So, so we find in the book of James where the Bible mentions um, James chapter 4 verse 1. It says, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? Desires and pleasure, they come from us. So we wonder where all this lust is coming from. Where all this they're coming from the, the desires that we have. That's how devil speaks with us. He throws thoughts at us to fuel, to fuel those desires, to make fire of those desires that are in our hearts. Then we now begin to take action with them because the, the thoughts come as a justification for you to make good use of those desires. And as a result of that, you now begin to 
act upon it. You act upon it. When we come back, we'll end this week's episode. I'm so sorry. Glory to Welcome back. So, you act upon. So, I, I was saying that. I was. I was. I was saying that. Most of the things that happen within us that happen by virtue of our action are as a result of the desires that we have, that are being fueled by the thoughts that devil brings to us, demons brings us thoughts to us, right? Thoughts of pride, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh. They bring those thoughts to us. They fuel the desire in our own hearts. And they become fire. As a result, we take action. You see some people that they will say, um, is the devil's work, is the devil's work. It's not, it's not the devil that pushed you to do what you did. No, no, no. You had it inside of you. You understand? The devil now decided to make good use of it for his own self. You know, I was talking about reflection, right? I was saying that it is important that I started reflecting on my own life and I started becoming more, more you know, some of us will be like, what's the benefit of living inward? The benefit of living inward is because the benefit of living inward is that you would begin to know the kind of person that you are. The benefit of living inward is that you will come to an understanding of the things that you are thinking that you are better off of. The Bible in the book of Corinthians mentions that these things are not... Um, are not in understanding of the natural man the natural man does not know these things but the spiritual man knows these things so by the by virtue of the word of god by virtue of the things that you are hearing and the prayers that you're praying you begin to discover some things about yourself those desires hidden things of dishonesty inside of you that the devil can easily put fire on and it will puff well it's you that always you 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 make it ablaze we are the ones that make it ablaze because it's only to pour fuel. When it's pouring fuel, you have the capacity to be able to turn that fuel to water. To water down those thoughts. How do you water down those thoughts? You water down those thoughts by the thoughts of God. By the word of God. You see in, the, in, that, in, that, in that chapter 4 in the book of James, James going forward talks about Submit yourselves to the Lord and resist the devil. You know, very recently I was telling myself, um, because because I after I came into an understanding of these things, I thought to myself that if I submit myself to the Lord, that is when I can resist the devil. It doesn't work by resisting the devil, then submit yourself to the Lord. No, it starts with submitting yourself to and by virtue of submitting yourself to the Lord, is submitting yourself to God's word. Submitting yourself to God's word. Now, many of us are too independent for God's word. 
we are too independent we are too we are too on our own we are too we have so much power for ourselves you see little things like faith you see little things like come on to me all you that labor than i have led him some of us don't totally come on to him we don't even take his yoke upon him because we are afraid that when we take his yoke upon him we have submitted our own yoke we have let go of our own yoke we have let go of our own desires and our own wants we have let them go to pick up god's own and many of us we are afraid to pray about some things because we are afraid of what god will say about it but truth be told devil would only wait for you when he will wait for the right time to pour fuel on that desire and he will not escalate it your, it will escalate it in your mind, in your thoughts. That you know, have you ever wondered how people stop being Christians? Has you ever, have you, have you ever wondered how they stop being Christians? Have you ever wondered how? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you how. So now, somebody all of a sudden wakes up and say, "I don't want to be a Christian anymore." It's not. It did not start that day, and it, it did not start that day. He started years before. He started years before. Even while they were Christians. Even while they were praying in tongues. Even while they were singing spiritual songs. Even while they were fellowshipping with brethren. That was when he started. He started by taking offense with brethren. He started by not loving. He started by, you know, when you don't submit yourself to God. You don't submit yourself to God's word. So you see instructions like love your neighbor as you love yourself love the brethren you cannot do that because you you find it hard to do that you are taking offense you are angry you are envious you are jealous all those things over time the devil will not begin to put thoughts into people's hearts that this christianity is not a burden me why can't i just live my life the way i want to live my life Many of us, we don't want to be corrected. We are because of sh- there are some things that shame and guilt does to us. Some people are, are incapacitated by their lust, like me now. There are some lust that you cannot tell other people. When they now find out, you now get angry. You get angry that they found out, especially when they are trying to help you. You would think they hate you. You would think they are doing something evil to you. That's why some of us cannot be accountable to someone because we are afraid of what they would think of us. Submit your part of submitting yourself. You see, you see, James went further, right? In that scripture, he went further and he says in, in chapter 5, he says, We should confess our sins one to another. Confess our sins one to another. See, it comes to, when you have submitted yourself to the Lord, it is easy for you to love your brethren. In that same scripture, James was talking about the place of love, loving one, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Because the truth, the, truth, the truth is that when we forget this stature that we should carry, when we forget this life that we should own, we, we, we find it hard to resist the devil. It is hard to resist the devil in that manner. There's so much, you know, I was always saying it before now that these things that we do are activities. Why? Because the major issues are the desires in our heart that have not been taken care of. Those envy, lust, um, uh, offense that we take, hatred, jealousy, selfishness, those things, are, they are there. Once they are there, 
the devil has capacity to feast on them and feast on them and feast on them, continue pouring for it till they escalate it to something you cannot handle. You know, I, I, I kept saying that, that scripture to myself, submit yourself to the Lord and resist the devil, submit yourself to the Lord and resist the devil. You submit yourself to the Lord by obeying the Lord. Obeying the Lord, following his instruction. It is hard to do that, actually, because some of the things that the Lord tells us to do, they are not natural. They are not okay in our eyes. How much more the eyes of others? So we are like, what kind of... Ah, 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 ah. You see somebody that she just killed my mother. You are telling me to forgive her. What kind of forgiveness is that? I cannot forgive her. Possible now. Oh, wrong. So submitting yourself to the Lord is 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 a structure that would be established in our mind, such that when the devil begins to bring thoughts to us, we have words of God, obediences and instructions and commandments that we are doing that would help us to do away with thoughts that the devil will bring. So devil does not have anything to feast on. Devil does not, you know, the Bible says that there was no sin found in Jesus. Sin was not found in him. Sin was not found in him. Yes, sin was not. That was why the devil could not conquer him. Because there was no sin found in him. Sin is not until when you kill somebody or you steal somebody's meat. No, sin enough is when you envy somebody. When you envy somebody, you are, you are sinning. When you are in jealousy, when you have vain glory, you are sinning already. That's sin on its own. The Bible says there was no sin found in Jesus. So there was nothing for the devil to pour fuel on that would not escalate. There was nothing. The devil tried. He said, okay, eh, let me, maybe I should try, you know, telling him that I will give him the old word. The devil, the devil, the devil tried. He tried all, all he could. It did not work. Because there was no sin found in Jesus. He had submitted his life entirely to God. He has submitted his life, his entire life to God. So there was no sin. Sin could not be found in him. Everything God had told him to do, he had done them. He had done everything. Many of us still struggle. We struggle with many of the instructions. Like, Don't marry this person. Don't marry this person. This person is not good for you. Like, ah, but I love him now. He's the man of my dreams. Can't you see? He has every, he's even spiritual. I love him now. He loves you. Is he not your son? Is he not your, no, no, no. It's not like he's not my son. But don't marry him. Don't marry him. He's not for you. But you will still marry the person. Later, you will not begin to... There, there was no sin. Even disobedience on the Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. The children of Israel, they were, they were, they were making sacrifices. High priests, they were making sacrifices, sacrifices which were acceptable, right? The Bible mentioned that they were sweet-smelling savour. But in this time, God wants, you know, obediences that are sweet-smelling savour, obediences that are sweet-smelling savour, obediences that will call Him to say, "Oh, this is my beloved Son." What made Jesus beloved Son was obediences, commandment that He obeyed, instructions that He followed submission that he put himself into that was what made him a beloved son let us pray 
Namianta pako taple hauto plielu sopakai miela pata lelita sokomba liela tombi lebra katanita nelunta taninta letotanita tot tot nita ton tot 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 ikatot tot 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 nikatot tot 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 ikatot tot 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 God and our Father, we thank you. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for giving us understanding that these thoughts, these thoughts, even these thoughts, these thoughts that we have are conquered by obediences and submission to you. Conquered by obediences and submission to you. We ask, so Father, that you grant us stature. You grant us stature to obey. You grant us stature to walk. 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 You grant us stature to obey. You grant us stature to do you're going to start your to work you're going to start your to be in jesus name amen thank you so much for joining this week's episode you know i i am very grateful to god for this work he has done in us yes i'm grateful and i know that much more are yet to come and we would we would transcend even as we are truthful to ourselves you know like i said last week stop lying to yourself Stop lying to yourself. You know, I've left that state where I, I, was, I used to lie to myself that I'm this, that I'm that, that I shouldn't be doing the creating rules and regulations for myself. No, no more, no more, no more, no more. I don't want to do that anymore because for me, that is not the life I should live. That is not the life God has called for me. God has called me into a wholesome life. And a wholesome life is not the life that I orchestrate myself. These are lies. These are, these are lies that God will build up inside of me. Have a lovely weekend and I trust that God will continue to bless us. Amen. Oh, 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 oh.